Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about a variety of topics. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. Let's talk about the New York Yankees season. So far, you know, long season. It's baseball. Yes, sir. But we're about a month and a half in at the moment. We're recording this a little bit before it'll be released. But yeah, we're just going to basically check in on how the Yankees have been doing so far, how it compares to our expectations going in, and etc., For people who have been listening to the show for a while, you know we're diehard Yankee fans, grew up not too far from the stadium, so it's literally our home team. Yes, sir. This is, it's not a front. Your boy's still living in California, so it's weird every time I say, (laughs) yeah, I'm a Yankee fan. People look at me weird, like, oh, no, you're one of those. (laughs) I'm like, nah, (laughs) keep a Metro card on deck on my wallet (laughs) just to make sure, look, boom. (laughs) I also have my ID. I could show them that. But the Metro card, you know, solidifies it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real fans. We out here. I mean, since we are on here, I would say I do support the Angels. I don't hate the Dodgers. I'm not quite sure I like Dodger fans. <laughs> but we about the Yankees over here. So, yeah, we're going to get into that today. Yeah, definitely shout out the Angels. Shout out Otani. We also have the Otani Comes to America podcast that we do occasional episodes on as well. But we're here to talk about the Bronx Bombers. And in our overall MLB season preview episode for this year, we touched on the Yankees a little bit, basically talking about how it was kind of an odd offseason because there were a lot of big people available from Matt Olson and Freddie Freeman at first base to even Carlos Correa at shortstop, which was a big kind of contentious thing. But We kind of came into the season with the Yankees seeing a lot of minor moves and not really sure how they would play out, but it's been going pretty well so far. I wouldn't say it was depressing to start off the season, but definitely felt that way. Felt like we missed a chance. They didn't sign Judge. Like It was just like a lot of bad going into the season, and it was like, fuck, Like all these other teams did a bunch of moves, and we didn't, and... Sometimes it just bites us in the ass when we doubt Cashman, man. Like, <laughs> we forget who the the true GM is, you know? The realist. We hear about Theo Epstein. We hear about this and that. We hear... Alex Anthopoulos. Antho- yeah, there you go. Couldn't think of his name, but Cashman, <laughs> can't doubt the man. He, he'd be working wonders. Uh, still a little hurt. We lost Gary. Probably, like, my favorite Yankee, maybe... Easily top two for sure. Kind of hard to uh, go against Judge, him being a favorite. But I really like Gary and all that. Lost him. But so far, yeah, it looks like it was the right move. And we didn't go over the salary tax and all that. If we want to get into that. But yeah, I guess I'll give that my first pro. And it's like a so far, I can admit we were wrong. We maybe even overreacted. At least so far. Again, this is only for now. We can't really see the future. If I could see the future, I'd be a lot more rich. <laughs> so far, give that a pro. Didn't waste too much money. And the things we did seem to be paying off. So I'll leave it at that, obviously, for now. Well, first off, real quick, also miss Gio. Gio Urshela, the most happy fella. Wholesome, adorable third baseman. Always brought a smile to the team. But I think one big thing that we didn't take into account as much in the offseason was 
like Rizzo and Gallo, for example, right? They came over mid-year to the team. And so far, Gallo's very off and on. But just using them as an example, the team overall, with them also in there, has changed a lot in that time. But when we were only looking at the little section of the offseason itself, seemed like not as drastic changes. But even some of those smaller changes have paid off. Like I think Donaldson has been good for the team, just with his attitude and everything. IKF is warming up more and more, still has some struggles. The catching stuff, like I also was a Gary believer and thought he got way too much hate, but Higgy and Trevino have been doing pretty well so far, especially defensively at just making the team better. So there's a lot of small things and even outside of individual players, which we can get into more, there's just a lot of like organizational approaches and techniques that they've ramped up, like more aggressive on the base pass and stuff like that, where you can see they've made changes to be more aggressive for winning and not just like games go by and capitalizing when they have chances and not going down without a fight and all that. So there's a lot of games where it's like, oh, last year this team, you would have counted them out. They would have gave up whatever. Now it feels like any game they can win and even when they're down, they could easily come back. Yeah, that is true. It's almost like the team had absolutely no confidence last year or even the last two years. They were playing this like a uh, calculated baseball. It's a lot of listening to the the statistics and analytics of the game and less of like letting the players play type thing. They can still be doing that, but with the formula we have now, with the players we have now and their skill sets, it feels it's funny how I'm saying we, like I'm part of the Yankees, <laughs> but I am could have been on that team, but you know, I messed up my left shoulder. I'm a righty though. Um but yeah, it is something that you see the difference. It is true. They are taking the extra bases. I feel like they would have never done that. It's also a lot of, like, players are healthy. And we actually getting, like, this version of players that we didn't have before. For example, we did have Rizzo before. But, again, it was, like, half a year. This time, he's, like, more settled in. He's more comfortable. He kind of feels more like the team and not like we just got him to help us mm -hmm. out for a month or two. Which I feel like is what it felt like when he first came over. Gallo, even though his bat's still not fully awake, he's still threatening. Yeah, he's striking out, does all that. Pitchers are still pitching around. It's not like he's swinging at three pitches in the middle and striking out. All that, like, you see, it takes a toll on the pitcher and makes it a thing for Donaldson to get on or whoever's after him, you know? It's the little things. It's I hate to hate on Gary, but it's the less pass balls, you know? Now yeah. you have to worry less about that. Rizzo, literally not a fast guy. I'm probably faster than him. Still spaces. Like, he's a smart high iq player takes chances you brought these like veteran players that know what to do and you take out the doubtfulness that we had before with like the rookies or the literally the players filling up spots and you see this huge difference it's, it's like night and day in the team even though it's a lot of the same faces with just one or two thrown in there but again makes the world a difference and something that you could say it's calculated. It's what Cashman went for. Uh, we didn't go for the Correa, the Trevor Story, or the big outfielders, or even went for the Marte, or, you know, like, all of that that we felt super disappointed with somehow doesn't feel like we actually needed it. 
now that we see how our team looks, which is, again, a major plus. Yeah, and, you know, at the beginning here, we're focusing more on hitters, which we'll continue to get into more. But got to bring up the pitching right now first so we can cover that too because the pitching staff has been terrific so far. Like, going into this season, I saw a lot of people saying, like, oh, the Yankees need another solid starter into the rotation. And I'm sitting here, like, thinking about who we have. Like, I think we're good. Like, obviously, Sevy was kind of a question mark because he was still ramping back up and continuing his comeback. Michael Kane kind of was as well. Even Tyone had, like, ankle surgery and stuff. So, like, I, I don't necessarily disagree with sometimes having insurance, but I felt like we had enough pieces. And then, man, it's just been crazy. Like, Cole is the ace, had a little bit of a rough start, but has been great since. Nestor Cortez is arguably the best pitcher on the team, even despite Cole. And I think we'll be seeing him in the All-Star game if he keeps up this pace. Sevy's been looking good, can't complain at all. Monty has been good, except for the fact that he never gets run support from the team, but otherwise he's solid. Tyone is good. And then the bullpen has just been mostly lights out and just stacked with so many people. Michael King has looked invincible for the most part. Clay Holmes is even better than last year, which was already a surprise. One of those little sneaky trades that Cash did that was like, wow, you really found a gem there. Shout out also Matt Blake and the whole pitching staff team who's just miracle workers. And there's just so many people who could get guys out and who you mostly feel comfortable with being in the game. And there are some like kind of question marks like Loisaga, who I really like, has not been on the top of his game this year so far. Chapman started off well, but lately has been looking kind of iffy, so... It's not fully set, but we can't really worry about the bullpen too much because it's looked so good overall. So, yeah, I mean, the pitching has been a major pro in general. I think stats-wise, too, the Yankees are either like one or two in pitching numbers for the league across the different categories. Yeah, it's easily maybe the biggest pro on this episode has been the pitching. Obviously, we need to score runs to win games, but our pitching gives us a chance to not have to score as many <laughs> if we don't have to. Like you said, Garrett Cole's looking more like the star he used to be. He's still not fully 100% there. Best ERA, I think, as of the last time I checked it. Cortez, Nasty Ness, out here dealing, which we saw hints of last year. Like, the dude is disgusting with his little quirks, little mm-hmm. Johnny Cueto-type moves. Slow pitch, fast pitch, slow wind-up fast wind up all that stuff he got it he's gonna trick you he's gonna get the outs regardless but he's also getting strikeouts which is crazy at this point not the fastest thrower but he's got the tricks like you said even monty is nasty no run support though literally feel bad for the guy i don't know what it is sometimes every team has them though that one pitcher that gets no run support but he's giving us the innings there's like this crazy stat shout out to talking yanks i think i heard it somewhere there where most of the losses we have come on like uh Jordan Day, Montgomery, mm-hmm. just because we don't have the run support for him. So those are the ones that are close and we end up losing every now and then. Fucking sucks. Like to have that stat on the team with a great kind of a historic run to start off the season. It's one of the best records they've had through, you know, what's the first month, month and a half. It's incredible. And that's 
even counting like the shitty first 10 games mm-hmm. again mentioning talking yanks it's like the yankees podcast we listen to they were literally like going to like i can't believe this team is like this and i'm not even just saying them i was kind of agreeing with them like yeah, fuck yeah. yeah this team looks the same like have the same problems and literally like after that week the yankees picked it up but yeah the pitching has been incredible everyone sevy coming back finally like that ace we had that what was it 2018 season before his injury or so yeah, i think so back to that and the bullpen which has been consistent like throughout all these seasons whether we agree with it or not and that is without Zach Britton, who still might come back. Chappie not looking his best. It's literally Loizaga. It's literally Michael King, Holmes, like, doing their things, keeping us there. Everyone's doing their part, though. So pitching, easily solid to major pro this season. And even seasons before, but this season again. And as long as we continue that way, there's no way we go on too bad a rut just because the pitching will save us. Flipping it over to the hitting... We can kind of go around the diamond, but I think we should just start off with some of the biggest pros there with Judge and Stanton, the two giants, just demolishing baseballs left and right. Yes, sir. The two right fielders. (laughs) Let's start over there in the corners. (laughs) Talking about giving Mr. Shohei a little run for his money on MVP right now. (laughs) Shohei still looks good for it. Obviously, you kind of have to beat Shohei at this point, but Judge is out here personally say surpassing my expectations he is above 300 most home runs to this point rbis up there i mean ops all that good stuff is up there talking about best in baseball right now if we stop the season i think he's easily mvp but again we know baseball we have (laughs) way over 100 games left that could change but he's looking down then and i don't think he should be bad as long as he stays healthy Stanton. Slugging back like he's back in Miami, like he's feeling the wind. <laughs> My boy's healthy. Who knows? We have Stanton and Judge batting the way they are the whole year, and every team they play should be scared. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, and Stanton, we saw, not that he was bad before that, but we saw him really get hot at the end of last year, even going into the wild card game and stuff. But now it's just continuing, and I feel like he's just one of the scariest hitters in baseball. I mean, Judge also, but they're right up there with, like, Jordan Alvarez, you know, where you're just intimidated to face them because of the power they have and everything. Even just how they look. They're technically two tight ends right there. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That definitely plays a role in it. Flipping it to a con as we move around the diamond in center field, Aaron Hicks coming back from injury issues has been brutal, especially with runners in scoring position. And going into the season, I was like, you know, Hicks is a solid player, done pretty well for us before, especially has had some good defensive plays in the past and stuff. And we have him under contract. So I wasn't totally mad at, you know, not getting Marte, even though he was on my wish list for the Yankees in the offseason. But it was like, all right, whatever. I understand. But man, Hicks has not had it at all on either end, really. But especially at the plate, he's just been really bad and i don't know not really sure what to do with him at the moment can't really sell low or you shouldn't but if this is gonna be a team that makes a run he is not someone who you necessarily see in that picture yeah i mean at this point i guess to me the best center fielder we have is judge and i don't like that like i don't want him as a center fielder but it sucks i am not 
the biggest fan of Hicks at the moment. I used to like Hicks. Never liked his at-bats at all, ever. Even though he used to be decent. But now, literally, you just throw curveballs down the middle. He's not going to hit him. He used to take his walks, which is fine. It kind of evened out. But now, pitchers just know to go at him. And he's not going to do much about it. My favorite part of Higgs, why I never disliked him since he came to the Yankees, was his defense. One of the nastiest things I've seen was like that play when, I forgot, he gunned someone out. Threw the ball like 105 miles per hour to the plate on a line, frozen rope. Insane cannon. Loved that about Higgs. It was his defense. You hit any fly ball to him, I was not afraid. Every play was exciting his way. And we don't even have that anymore since he went down with an injury. I forget, I think it's like a shoulder thing. Might be elbow. He had like surgery on his shoulder or something. And one, now I think like the hardest he could throw is like 80 something, maybe 90 miles per hour, which is fine. It's kind of average, I think, for outfielders, but we've seen what he can do. So it's one of those where like we've seen the best. This is a major downgrade. And two, supposedly it affects his hitting that he can't swing as hard or it's like does something. It's like from the announcers were talking about it and. To me, as a fan, I hear that and I'm like, fuck, like, why is he the starting <laughs> center fielder, which is a prime position, you know? Yeah. So that's super frustrating. It is for sure one of the things that obviously if we are playing as well as we are and we're going to get to the playoffs and all that during the trade deadline might be something we got to do a little something about, you know? Yeah. Poor Steve Cohen just say, fuck the money and make the team better. Yeah, uh, there's a bunch of talks. Uh, MLB Networks is putting Juan Soto trades and all that. Not a center fielder. I think at that point, technically, we'd have three right fielders. <laughs> four, if you count Gallo. But <sighs> anything to get Hicks out of there. And it sucks. I don't hate the guy, but he's just not doing it at the moment. And yeah, easily a con right now on the team. Then going over to left field with Gallo usually playing there. We kind of touched on him already, but seems to basically strike out most of the time, hit home runs some of the time, and his hitting has improved more lately, but he's just kind of frustrating to watch at the plate usually, and like he's a goat lover, supposed to be one of the best, but he's fucked up a bunch of plays already too, so I'm not really sure what's going on with him, but hopefully he can get it together more soon. Yeah, this one's tricky. I feel like I weirdly haven't given up on him as I have with Higgs. Like, I'm, I'm done with Higgs. Like, I'm, I'm ready. Give Florio, <laughs> give anyone, like, a try. Back to Gallo. Strikes out a lot. But again, I think it's that threat. That breaking up the lineup that we talk about between Judge and Stanton. Pitchers are still going to throw around. They're going to get tired because they don't want to leave one in the middle to Gallo. Um, he could still get a hold of one. Still might strike out on that at bat. But it might be part of the reason why Judge and, like, Stanton are still batting well because pitchers are having to play around with the whole strike zone it's a threatening lineup his defense also tricky i want to give him like the excuse that he is a natural right fielder the ball comes out in different angles it curves different ways it is different he needs to get it together by like the all-star break if he's still dropping balls uh taking batter outs by then it's like bro you've had a year to get used to this i know it's not that easy it is a pro sport but you are a gold glover. Like, you should be able to catch on more than just the regular outfielder, which sucks. But I'll go neutral. I don't want to go con. I don't want to go pro. We kind of knew what we were getting with him, and he's almost up to par. So, yeah, I can't hate too much, at least, my opinion. 
And then another player who came over midseason last year around the trade deadline as well, Anthony Rizzo over at first base as we get into the infield. Kind of like you mentioned last year, it was like, oh, we thought he might just be here temporarily. Gallo, we already knew, would be here this year as well. But Rizzo, we re-signed in the offseason, and he's been back. And last season hitting, he was hot a little bit when he first came over, but then slowed down. But then this season, he just got off to a hot start. Like There was some stat of like in his first X amount of games, like a short period, he already topped like what he did last year with homers and RBIs and stuff. And he's always been good defensively. Like that was the thing before where we had like Void and sometimes DJ and stuff at first. And Rizzo's just such a natural. He makes everything look easy and makes so many players better because of that, where they don't have to worry as much. And he kind of helps out with maybe not as clean throws and stuff like that. But when he's doing that on defense and contributing on offense, he's been great so far. I don't even have to go crazy in depth with this one. It's an easy pro. Rizzo's one of the main reasons that confidence is in the team, breaks up the lineup, reliable. And again, that for sure defense at first makes all the difference. Literally on a team that was shaky defensively, he brings that reassurance. Like, oh, just throw it my way. I'll give it a good shot. Like, I'm going to snag it. And that shit makes all the difference. Like, your boy, I play. You know, I play in leagues you know, <laughs> for work and shit. You already know. I'm on the grounds, hot corner, third base. You don't know how much of a difference it makes when I have, like, the preferred first baseman there. Mm-hmm. Where I know I could go crazy, you know, bring out my inner Machado out, you know, <laughs> let let the arm unleash. Makes the difference. So much confidence. And I feel like that's what he brings, at least to the defense. No disrespect to Luke Voigt, the GOAT, home run king of the COVID season. But yeah, Rizzo, major upgrade. It's an easy pro. Then moving over to second base, we got Baby G, a.k.a. Dleber Torres, who after his initial breakout year in 2018, up there in Rookie of the Year voting with Otani and at the time Andujar, which is kind of laughable now in that aspect, but he went down after that in his production and has had rough couple years and I wouldn't say I gave up on him but I was definitely feeling down but I also felt like the experiment of playing him at short really didn't work and that brought his confidence down as well so I was hopeful that being back at second where he's more comfortable would help him this year and that the Yankees would stick to that and that kind of has been the case and Maybe also the fact that he had a kid. People talk about that too. That dad strength could be impacting, but finally starting to look like his 2018 self again and is hitting top of the field. He's really clutch. Like he's literally won games off his run production alone. And I'm excited to see how he progresses over the rest of the year now. Yeah, he's one of the most improved players we have on the Yankees. His clutchness has helped this far. Just because of those moments, he's literally won like two or three games, literally because of his run production. Like he's the only one that RBIs that I can't hate. I have to go with a, I go with a, like a light pro because he still needs to just hit for better contact, I guess, get on base a little bit more. But he has had those clutch moments and I can't, can't hate very much. Light pro for Glaby. Then going over to the left side of the infield with two new acquisitions who came over can even kind of group them together. 
because they came in the same deal. So we got Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, a.k.a. IKF, over at short, and Josh Donaldson at third. IKF, I'd known vaguely about before he came over, but only kind of surface level. And he's also a gold lover, but that was when he was playing third. He kind of has different position flexibility, but I feel like he started off a little slow at short. He even admitted to being intimidated because he grew up a Yankees fan and stuff. And I feel like he's been gradually getting better, still not what I think he could or should be. But I guess I'm still like a little bit optimistic or hopeful at the moment that he'll reach that next level that I think he can get to. But I wouldn't say I'm like overly impressed so far or anything. Like maybe like Khan so far if it's just only on this period. But I guess moving over to Donaldson, he also started out a little bit slow, but then has been doing really well. Like in the past kind of stretch of two, three weeks or so, he's really improved all his hitting and he's been solid at defense and just seems like good for morale in the clubhouse as well. He was one of those people that when they brought him over, it was part of the idea like, this is the 2022 fuck you Yankees, like more edge and the Correa without the cheating type effect and stuff like that. Yeah, I think he's been good for the team overall. To start off with IKF, not bad. Batting, keep doing what you're doing. Stay 260, 270, 280 maybe, and not much more I can ask you. I don't I don't need pop from him. I don't need home runs. Just get on base. Turn that lineup over with people on base, and we're going to score. His defense, though, like the few Yankee games I've watched, every grounder... That's hit to him? Shaky. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not ideal. I wouldn't say he's the most confident shortstop. He takes weird angles. He has made a few errors on the games I watch, which maybe that has to do with it. I feel like the games I've watched, he always makes an error. If I could go light pro to solid pro on his hitting, but light con to solid con on his defense, I'll go that way because, I don't know, I'm in between. He needs to... Even it out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Simmer down on the errors for sure. Donaldson, on the other hand, his defense, fucking insane. Like, dude still got it. I know he's slightly old, but every time he does those little diving plays <laughs> to, to stand up and throw a straight bullet to first, love to see that. His bat needs to wake up a little bit more. He has been turning it up. And low-key, he had, or I don't even know if it's still going, but he had like a 21-22 game on base streak. Yeah, yeah. Which is low-key impressive, but... He just wasn't hitting bombs or like hitting doubles, so it kind of goes under the radar, but maybe run into some more extra base hits and I'd be a little happier, but can't be too mad. I'd go a solid pro on Donaldson. Yeah. And one other thing we talked about going into this year too that we weren't sure how they would do is having this kind of extra amount of infielders with DJ LeMayhew being kind of a fifth guy and... The system has kind of worked out overall, like between Donaldson, Gallo, Judge, Stanton, DJ, etc. They kind of rotate and giving people days off. So people are always kind of moving around and playing. And since DJ can kind of play anywhere in the infield, like they can easily move him around and stuff. So he's been reliable as usual. And last year he was kind of down, but it seems like he's back to his old form more so, especially on the hitting end or mainly on the hitting end was where there were some issues last year. But I'm pretty comfortable with DJ at the moment and how he's been doing. 
Yeah, I like DJ. DJ's pretty reliable. Last season, he had a weird season, but we did find out after the season, right? That he yeah. had like a, the sports hernia or whatever it was. And it made complete sense. This year, he's more like his normal self or the DJ we know, even from the Colorado days. Dude's solid. You know what you're going to get. Solid defense all around. Puts the ball on the bat. Solid contact. And even though his average isn't the highest, he's still doing his thing. He's just hitting a lot of balls straight at the players. He's getting shifted properly, even though he slaps the ball everywhere. But a big improvement on the DJ we got last year. So that's always a plus. Catcher, we kind of talked about no Gary Sanchez anymore. Just Higashioka and Trevino kind of alternating, which... Like we said on defense, they've been great. And even hitting, like Trevino's had some clutch hits, some points. Higgy, not as much, but it's whatever. I'm fine with them as the kind of rotating catchers right now. Could be better. But again, the catchers that position all throughout majors where there's only really like, what would you say, five good catchers? Yeah, Like the the all-star level catchers. So it's scarce, you know. Uh, very high demand, very few of them. I mean, we saw how Higgy was in spring training. I know it's spring yeah, training, yeah. but boy was fighting for his job. And yeah, he did his thing. So maybe just find that happy middle again. But yeah, defense is A1, so can be too, man. But yeah, so overall, again, we're recording this like mid to late May, but season's been going well. Yankees are in first place in the AL East. Crazy division. We're very happy to see the Red Sox are doing terrible so far. Yankees have a nice lead at the moment. One of the best teams in the league, arguably the best so far. And between the great pitching and the hitting getting better, there are still some gaps, but can't complain too much. It's been a fun team to watch for the most part, especially after that slow start. So at least in terms of how the season's been going, you never know what's going to happen. But at this point would have to give it like at least a solid pro if not heavy but i'll probably stick with solid for now or like somewhere in between i can't complain very much it's gonna be an easy solid to major pro for me especially because the team is so much better than my expectations Mm -hmm. Uh, i didn't think we were gonna be bad but like i said this is borderline historic let's keep it going i believe from the last time I checked, uh, MOB gave us like number one ranking, maybe number mm-hmm. two. I forget. Stay there. Stay within the top five throughout the year. Even you could lose a game or two. We can't get too caught up. You know, you win too much. One loss kind of turns bad. And we don't, I don't want to feel that way. So we'll wait on that trade deadline, maybe fix a problem or two that we have. And yeah, solid to major pro. We'll do another part of this checking in at some point. Not sure when yet. First time we're doing this, but we'll have a part two season check-in in maybe a couple months or something. So that wraps it up for this episode of Pros and Cons. I'm Jack. You could find me at Jack Bloom Summer, Summer with an O, on everything. And I'm Kev. You can find me at same old Kev pretty much everywhere. Like we mentioned earlier, shout out Talking Yanks. If you want to have more regular Yankees content, you should go listen to them. Shout out John Boy and Jake. Jake still sucks. <laughs> <laughs>